0: This podcast was produced by Steve Gehrig. Please send any comments to my email address, bird-legs at hotmail.com. That is bird-legs at hotmail.com. The Gershwin brothers wrote a song in 1935. It was entitled, It Ain't Necessarily So. This phrase applies to all we see and hear on the media, print, broadcast, online, and social. Sometimes these media present messages that ain't necessarily so. Some people call this fake news or false news. Continuing in our series of podcasts entitled It Ain't Necessarily So, our point was that what we hear or read in the media ain't necessarily so. Let us look at a popular belief often put forward on print, TV, online, and social media that sex should be the main goal in a person's life. This is a common media-driven theory that an individual's sexual gratification should be the main priority in any relationship. Looking back at the history of sex in Western culture, Marriage was looked upon as the correct platform for men and women having sex. This standard was derived from the Jewish and Christian teachings of the Bible, which they claim was the Word of God. In this model, one man and one woman form the basis of the family, where children born have both a father and a mother, for examples to follow as they grew to adulthood. Infidelity and sex before marriage were condemned, and were even crimes against the state in many countries. Sex between people of the same sex was a crime, and also sex between close family members. Birth control pills were formulated right after the middle of the 20th century. This, and the fact that people were being steered away from Judeo-Christian morals by the media of that day, led to the decriminalization of adultery, fornication, and homosexuality, and incest in many countries. By the late 1960s, the sexual revolution was the topic on much of the media. Free love, adultery, fornication, homosexuality, and even incest was talked about as an acceptable lifestyle by many media sources. Soon, many people believed what the media said and adopted a new free life where sexual gratification became more important than anything else. That brings us to today. Much of the various media still propagate this idea. In fact, gay marriage has been legalized in many countries, and few media sources would say that three-way relationships or any sexual linking of any number of people would be wrong. In today's world, much of the media messages transmitted concerns itself with sex. And why not? The appetite for sex is as natural as that for food and drink. The act of sex for virtually all people can be a most pleasurable experience. Messages broadcast by some of the media tell us that we should engage in as many forms of, of legal sexual activity as possible, not limited to monogamous heterosexual relationships. They say we must maximize our sexual activity by tying out as many partners, that is, hetero, homo, natural, surgically transgender. This is the goal for all of us to be sexually fulfilled. They say that monogamy is old-fashioned, that truly modern people try to find out if they are gay, and that marriage should become a thing of the past. These media messages purport to be telling us all this for our own good. But it ain't necessarily so. Why not? Because sex sells. One reason for this is that sex is a profitable topic that makes money for certain people. It has throughout history, and with the proliferation of the media in today's world, it is selling significantly more goods and services than before. Even thousands of years ago in the ancient Egypt, archaeologists have found that rich women used makeup as a means to attract males. Well-to-do females have always paid people to style their hair and pick out their clothing. These women paid plenty for ointments and perfumes to increase their pulling power. Today, much of the media persuades females and an increasing number of males to contribute fortunes to the beauty industry. Following media messages, people who cannot afford it pay plenty to the beauty industry, all because they've been told it will increase their chances of attracting a partner for sexual fulfillment. Sex sells. The beauty and clothing industry sponsor media messages that claim people cannot miss out on using their services, that if one doesn't, the chances of ever having sex again will be nil. They tell us that if we use their product, sexual happiness is in the bag. How many men have you passed by on the street ponging of links, but walking with no girl beside them? Clothing industry makes a mint of both men and women's desire to be attractive. If you don't wear a designer, forget about getting a partner, and the profits go up, up, and up. Many of the media messages attempt to persuade us that leading a sexually active life requires us to contribute much money to the beauty and clothing industries. They suggest that monogamy, fidelity, and having a family should not be practiced. Is it a coincidence that this old-fashioned lifestyle does not bring in as much money to the cosmetic and clothing industries as to have a good time all the time philosophy? So many media messages pr- promoting these free love lifestyles are made with the ulterior motive extracting cash from those who are hoodwinked into believing that it's for our own good. These media sources suggest we should maximize our sexual activity to include many partners of all kinds. They say we should have more sexual gratification. However, the hidden agenda behind these messages is nothing more than a sales pitch for the clothing and cosmetic industries to sell as many products and services as possible. Many media sources say it is good for us to have sexual gratification as our main goal because it's for our own good. It ain't necessarily so. By focusing on our sexual gratification, we necessarily objectify all others whom we desire as objects, Many media sources say that we must look sexy. That is, we must use as many of the cosmetic and clothing industry products as possible. These messages imply that the exterior of a person, that is, the physical form, surpasses the interior of a person, that is, personality. So we are told to judge a person's outward appearance as the highest priority. We are told to see human beings as sex objects only merely a means to an end, that end being our own sexual gratification. By looking at others as mainly sex objects, either men or women reduce them to mere objects towards achievement of sexual satisfaction. The media messages that say individuals should have as many sexual experiences as possible with all ages and sexes fosters the idea that everybody should be reduced to a sex object. Thus, the main priority of interaction with any other person is sex. All other reasons for relationship are beneath the one overarching goal in life, sexual satisfaction. If this profit-making pitch is believed, and that we should regard all people primarily as objects that will provide us with sexual satisfaction, we are underestimating everything else that's in a person, all the myriad of behaviors that make all of us the complex human beings that we are. The relationships between people have been historically about interfacing of different facets of one's personality. Human beings have a wealth of aspects to offer others in relationship. It is a multi-dimensional interaction based on many factors there's a give-and-take of mutual and fairly equal sharing involved. The interaction that many media sources advocate is a one-dimensional interface, where one or both partners are in the take mode, with one or the other both vying to see how much they can get. The complex aspects of another personality are not inspected. Indeed, they're estimated as not very important. The most important matter is how well they will satisfy us in bed. This media-driven view allows us to dehumanize people, seeing them not as human beings, but simply machines that will serve our sexual desires. In so doing, we rob those we see as sexually attractive of everything else that makes them a person. It cannot be a good thing to reduce other human beings into such a way. Human beings exhibit such a vast range of facets. People are minimized when sexual satisfaction is the main reason for any relationship. Humans have a multiplicity of reasons for relationship. Dehumanizing them as mainly sex machines cannot be a good reason in a relationship between people. This media-driven concept robs them of their basic human character. So media sources say that sexual satisfaction should be our highest priority because it's good for us? It ain't necessarily so. It actually is a minimization and reduction of the many-faceted interactions that we have as human beings. Now some media sources say that placing sexual satisfaction at the top of a priority list is merely man evolving into a superior creature. However, a look at the animal world will show that virtually all of them practice what the media preach. The highest priority of non-human species, besides nourishment and self-protection, is reproduction. This is an instinct built into them that is meant to ensure their species will continue. Animals also practice adultery, homosexuality, pedophilia, and incest. Besides basic needs... Sexual gratification is their main priority in life. It shouldn't be hard to see that the media-driven theme of sex being our highest priority is not evolution, but devolution. We regress to acting like animals in regards to sexual satisfaction. Profit-making message that some media project actually suggests a regression from human state into that of an animal. Certainly many media sources propagate the regression from human to animal, thinking so as to accommodate their sponsors, the clothing and beauty industry, and others. These industries have found that it is much easier to sell products to a person who reacts like an animal than to one who thinks like a human. If people's goal is to copy dumb animals in their sexual behavior, then they will pay the beauty and clothing industries virtually anything to supposedly maximize their chances for greater sexual gratification. The more people imitate animals in their sexual behavior, the more these industries' profits go up and they laugh all the way to the bank. Various media say sexual satisfaction should be our main goal because it's an evolution to something better. It ain't necessarily so. Actually, it's a devolution. People descend from being human to acting more like animals, all to line the pockets of certain companies. These kinds of thinking will make these organizations rich, but it's a step backward for most of humanity. Many media sources say that an individual's sexual gratification should be the main priority in any relationship. It isn't necessarily so. Please listen to future broadcasts of the series, It Ain't Necessarily So. My name is Steve Gehrig. Please send any comments to my email address, bird-legs at hotmail.com. That is bird-legs at hotmail.com. Thank you.